Coach, we're good. Uh, welcome to the welcome to the podcast. Well, I'm glad to be here. I'm Tom Allward from Goodrich High School in Goodrich, Michigan, and I'm the head football coach over here. And uh, uh, glad to be with you today and uh, talk a little football. Absolutely. Um, and if you you want to talk offense, you want to talk defense, uh, you know we can go wherever you want to go with this. Heck yeah, I'm I'm all for it, Coach. I, I was going to tell you this. I was reading your bio on y'all's football website, and you're, did you write your bio? Because that is impressive. I no. think it's, it's so well done. No, that was uh, one of my assistants on our website. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, that was one of my assistants that did that. That was so cool. So if you would, wouldn't mind giving the listener a little rundown about your history, and then uh, we'll just go from there, Coach. Well, I, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an area boy, a Michigan boy. Uh, I went to school at uh, Bendel High School here and just that well, it's actually in Burton, just not too far from where I am. Mm. Uh, ended up uh, going to the University of Nebraska and played football out there for uh, five years and uh, was fortunate enough to uh, hook up with the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers for a year and came back from that, uh, you know, was married, started a family, started coaching, and I'd been... Uh, I've coached at three different schools, and this is, I've been at Goodrich High School for, well, I just finished my 30th uh, season. Mm. And, uh, two kids, one who is uh, uh, 47, or, yeah, <laughs> and he is uh, um, he's the superintendent of the largest school district, single high school school district in the state of Michigan. And uh, and then my daughter, who is a special ed teacher here, not too far from me. So six grandkids, mm. um, wonderful wife, great coach's wife. God bless her. You know, she's she's put up with a lot of stuff over 30 some years. Mm. Plus, actually, we started we started dating in uh, 1968. That tells you how old I am. Wow. Coach, coach, you're, you're a spring chicken, my friend. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm really, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Coach, talk about your time at Nebraska. Cause I, I have a, some nostalgia about Nebraska football. When I was growing up, they were in the, in the mid nineties, they were crushing people. And, uh, oh, well, you know, I was back in the seventies and I was, mm-hmm. I was there uh, during their back to back, uh, state or national championship run. Mm-hmm. Um, Incredible place. I was fortunate enough. I played for both Bob Devaney and Tom Osborne mm. there during the transition. Mm. So I played, uh, I was there three years under Devaney and two years under Osborne. Mm. Uh, Osborne, I, oh, I had respect for uh, Coach Devaney as well. He, but they were totally two different, two different styles. Mm. Uh, Devaney would snatch you up by the face mask and, you know, he was more oh. of a, on a Woody Hayes type of thing. <laughs> Okay. He was, okay. He was a long way from Woody Hayes. I please, I don't mean to put him in that category. Right. But uh, he was. He's a lot more aggressive. And mm. whereas uh, Osborne was, uh, he was a reasoner, mm. and uh, he made you understand what you were trying to do, and and you made you want to play for him. Mm. You wanted, wanted to please him. Mm. It was it was an outstanding um, time for me. I I you know. I learned, obviously, I learned more about football out there than I had in my entire life. So it was, it was, uh, it was quite an experience. That's so cool. How do you see yourself? How do you see your coaching style? 
Well, I, you know, I mirror, you know, where I played, how I played and who I played for. Uh, you know, we do a lot of smash mouth. Uh, you know, we, we do, we run downhill. Uh, I, it doesn't matter to me that, you know, what we're going to do. Um, uh, you know, it's one thing and knowing it's another thing to stop it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we want to be better at running our stuff than you are defending it, just like any other coach in the, on the planet. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, that's kind of what we do. We, you know, you know the, I'm, I'm obviously old school in that regard, uh, but you s- kind of see that coming back a little bit in mm-hmm. different, different sections. And, uh, you, know, you know, a lot of people talk about putting them and putting a defense in conflict. Well, we've been trying to put people in conflict for a long time, and that's by just smashing them in the mouth. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, when we're successful, uh, it, you know, when we're successful running the ball, we're awful tough to beat, but just like, again, like any other school. So that's kind of what we do. We, we're going to, we're going to run at you. We're going to come at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's a beautiful thing. And I think like you were referencing, I think people football went to, Football's never going to be finesse, but for a little bit there, it got into more a finesse style. But like you said, it's coming back into running the football is cool. That's what people are doing. I mean, I even look at TCU. They rush for like almost 300 yards in the semifinal game. Yeah. And people think they're, you know, spread finesse, but that's not what Sonny Dykes is trying to do there. And yeah, it's just cool how it comes back to that. Yeah, because, you know... we're, we got, I got away from, we had a, we had a couple of years. We had some really talented young men that could go get, chuck the ball around, go mm-hmm. get it. And so we went, we, uh, kind of abandoned our run and we went to spread it out and do all the, all the, all the frills. Mm-hmm. And we had, we had success with that. We, we did okay with that, but it wasn't us. And we started mm-hmm. to lose, we lost our identity. Uh, we, we, we lost our edge. You know, we got to the point where we weren't able to run the football, and it really was like, Goodrich can't run the football. I mean, we that mm. that just can't happen. So, I made a commitment a few years ago, and and I just happened to have a great group of kids coming in that uh, wanted to have a new era. They wanted to start over, and we went back to the we went back to the way we've been doing it for a hundred years, and mm. not quite a hundred years. Sometimes it seems like it, but. <laughs> And, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, well, we were in the state finals this year. So, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's been going pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Coach for the listener that doesn't know, talk about your season a little bit and you guys made it all the way to the forward field and kind of how that, that went for y'all this year. Oh, it was, yeah. Well, at the beginning of the season, we knew we had a chance to be pretty good, but we didn't have much depth and, uh, we had a s- small team number wise. Uh, we weren't overly big physically either, but, uh, uh, so we were concerned about, uh, injuries and, and that kind of thing. We had a lot of two-way players, but we had a group of young men that were just, uh, is, is the best team I've ever coached as far as team. I've had, I've had teams with better personnel, but I've, I've never had a team that played together and for one another any better than this group. And, uh, that, that's, that's what made our season. We started out playing, uh, uh, you know, our first game on the, uh, on our, on our schedule was against a team that is in the finals, like almost every year. Mm-hmm. And they're extremely well coached. You know, they're really good. Well, we got drubbed 27 to not, 27 to two. 
And, uh, uh, but we, we showed signs of where we were, could go next, next week we came back and we played a, uh, a larger school that is had a great reputation. We got by them six to nothing. And then we started to roll a little bit and we started to go. And then we, our kids started to really understand where we were. And we, then we played a Corona team was Corona high school and Corona was, um, a playoff team. They got, I think they got to the semifinals the year before and they were really good. Mm -hmm. We pretty much handled them. And that's when our kids lights started flashing and they started realizing that what we were capable of doing. And it just, it just, it, we, we just got on that roll and we had some luck. We had some things go our way. We, we won one game, 10 to nine and a district championship on a, uh, a field goal with two seconds left. And, it, you know, we missed a field goal with a minute and a half left, turned around mm. and stopped, we had our timeouts saved. And so we stopped them and forced them to punt. We blocked their punt. And got the ball back on about the 15-yard line with two seconds left and kicked the field goal to win. Man. Uh, that was incredible. Uh, but then other than that, we beat some very good teams by, you know, several scores. Mm -hmm. Got into the finals against a really good team. And uh, we played we played better than the score indicated. But uh, we got drubbed. We got shut out 28 to nothing. But we made it. We got to the dance. And, Heck yeah. Uh, uh, our, our community was on fire. I've never seen it like that. It was, it was really a special time. Mm. And that's really what it's about, right? To bring the community together and give those, those young men, a, a something to, to talk about oh, when yeah. they're, when, when they, after they graduate. Yeah. Oh yeah. They, that, that we talked about that all season, that this was going to be a, a year, a time that they'll never forget and they'll get together uh, for the rest of their lives. And, uh, they'll reminisce about this time and this season. And yeah, it was, it was awfully special for an awful lot of people. Mm -hmm. Coach, I was, I, I was, I, I was Googling your name and I was looking for stuff to read about. And, uh, I came up on YouTube, I guess that they filmed your, uh, football make this past year and oh, yeah. <laughs> they put it up there. And I just, I really, loved just the connection you have with your players mm. um you know i was i was reading joe madden a book of his a couple of years ago and he's talking about never forget about the heartbeat and you could tell like your arm was around your players and just the connection you had there with them and that's that's so so cool to see i mean that's just so awesome well, it's, it's, uh, we love our kids and, you know, that's, mm. that's, that's a, that's a term that's often used and often abused, but, mm. uh, we, we truly do love our kids and they love us. And, uh, uh, that's, again, that's why we had the year we had and they're special young men and it's tough for me to talk about them mm. and, you know, talk about my family, talk about my players. It's always been tough. You get a little emotional because you feel so much for what they're going through and what they, because you've seen them come from you know, mm. the work that they've done and, and how they've improved and how they've, they fought through different battles, personal battles. And, and, uh, you know, the, the, the confidence that they had to, had to learn. It's just, you know, it's just an incredible uh, metamorphosis that a lot of these kids go through and you, you get to, you get to be there on the sidelines and watch that as they grow up. And it's, it's a special thing. It really is. That's, that's why we, a, that's why we coach. Yeah. That's why we should coach. Yeah, absolutely. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, Coach, you're talking about Smash Mouth football. Talk about your style. What is that for you guys? Uh, well, uh, how's we, how's that play out? We we've gotten to the point over the years. You know, we run a power eye, and we run on unbalanced an awful lot of the time, which we call our techs our tech set, which is nothing more than tackle and exchange. And uh, uh, we try to, we unbalance and we want you to, we want, we want to attack you hard enough that you have to overload to our side that we're mm. overloading to. Mm. And then that, uh, that opens up the weak side. If you want to play us balanced, then we feel we have an advantage mm. and, and uh, we, we want to establish the run and set up the play action pass. And if we have to get into a third and third and long situation, we'll spread it out a little bit and uh, go, go to three wides, four wides and try to pick up the first down, certainly. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, we basically want to we want we want to run football and we want to catch you with those play action passes. Mm -hmm. What's your I, I, you have sent me film um but for the listener, what is your style of run game? What are, what is what do you lean on that you really really like? Well, we love the ISO. Uh, we we run the ISO, and again, that's and therein lies uh, the Smash Mouth. If anybody's ever played for me, and you ask them to pick one play, they'd all say thirty six ISO, mm -hmm. and that's that's our off tackle ISO where we go and we kick out the end. Mm -hmm. Now we have several different ways that we run it, several different ways mm -hmm. that we block it, mm -hmm. uh, but. Uh, that's basically it's a downhill play mm. and there's nothing funny about it. Here it comes. Mm. And, uh, if you get, if you've got the people to stop it, you'll, you'll stop us. I mean, we're, we're, I'm not real smart. So we, you know, we, 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 we do the, we do the basic things and we just, we try to mm. rep them and rep them so that, uh, mm. our kids, they don't hold back. They mm. don't, they don't, they don't shimmy up to you. They'll come and smack you. Mm -hmm. So how do you practice that coach? What, what are some ways that you do that? Well, we have an ISO drill that we'll run when we're in live sessions and we'll actually go after each other. Uh, but then of course we have, well, we have dummy work and we expect our guys to, to make that dummy work difficult. Mm. And it's, it's, you can get, you can get pretty physical with a, with a shield between mm -hmm. you and keep kids from getting beat up. But uh, you can expose a lot of poor technique and you can get kids to understand how to attack and come inside out, step on people's feet and that kind of thing, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and it, it just once once the kids understand how you want them to do it and that you're going and you demand that they do it a certain way. Yeah, they, it works. They, mm -hmm. they get after it. Absolutely. Or they or they or they stand on sidelines. Well, yeah, absolutely. Playing time is the ultimate motiv motivator <laughs> to do it the way coach wants it. Uh, so, coach, as you're calling a game, what are the things that are going through your mind in the game? So, in game, you're you're down a distance hash. How are you looking at that? Yeah, that that's always a difficult one because there's so many variables. Uh, obviously, down a distance, you're you're trying to be aware of field position, down a distance, time on the clock. Uh, where you are in a game, uh, what the score is, mm -hmm. uh, all of those factors obviously uh, uh, play into you know what you're thinking at that as far as play calling at that particular time. Mm -hmm. But when it gets right down to it, once you you look at how they've been playing you, one of the first things we do is 
is we draw up our sets, mm -hmm. you know, versus how they're going to play us because everybody's got, everybody's got the master plan. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and then there's the old Mike Tyson thing. He says, everybody's got a plan until you get to punch in the mouth. Mm -hmm. And we try to punch them in the mouth. And if it doesn't work, then you see them scrambling. Mm -hmm. But uh, when it does work, then we got to go to work and find a, find a way to uh, change our blocking angles or, or, mm -hmm. or come back with a counter play that they're maybe, you know, they, they have to give you something. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's our job to it's our job to find that. And you try mm -hmm. to find that as quickly as you can. And when you're fortunate enough that uh, uh, you get a quarterback that can see that as well as you do, then you can make those changes on the field and mm -hmm. you can get you into the right play at the right time. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's that's a little tougher. That's a little dicier because mm -hmm. uh, uh, to try to you know get a quarterback to be able to do that. But we've been fortunate to have a few. That's awesome. So do you let your quarterback check plays? Is I'm guessing you're letting him. Makes we, not, not often we but we we've we've had quarterbacks that can do that mm. and when then when we have a quarterback that that is that can do that oh yeah absolutely now the quarterback we had this year was a very smart kid very talented kid and he he had a limited audible uh um, little limited audibles that he could go to and and he so you get up there, and if they would be an overload, obviously you you, know, you just run opposite side or whatever. It's very simple, very mm -hmm. simple audibles, but uh, just to get away from where the, where the where the problem lies. Um, but he uh, he had, he always had that uh, up, uh, that ability, and that uh, he had a free hand to do that whenever that happened. Mm -hmm. And I like the I like the fact that you bring your quarterback over that he comes to the sideline. I think that's fantastic. Oh well, yeah. I, We've, we've signaled, we've got wristbands, you know, all the kids, I don't know if you noticed, they all have wristbands so we can call plays from, mm -hmm. you know, doing all the signals and crap. And, but it's, it's just, you know, I like, I like being able to talk to my guy mm -hmm. and, and, uh, uh, when he comes over there and I, you know, I don't just always, you know, sometimes I just call a play, uh, but an awful lot of times I'm telling, I'm giving him other things. Mm. You know, you know, tell Simi the tell Simi get inside out on this guy, or check check the a gap blitz. You know, you, you know, there's always something mm -hmm. that he can bring that you're a little concerned about in that particular situation, mm. and uh, so it, it, it's it's you have that advantage. You can't get that with with signals, but it's a little slower, mm. and uh, it's not always as convenient. But then sometimes we'll we'll start running plays in with people, but usually he just runs over. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was reading this thing on ESPN.com today talking about how in college football people are paranoid about getting people signals. And I just thought to myself, that's why I've, like we have the quarterback run over, <laughs> you know, or we or he only has a wristband or um, I've, been, I've done it where everybody has a wristband. Uh, but I know for me, coach, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure you're much better at this than I am. I'll find that typo on like Wednesday. <laughs> and I'll go, oh man, I got to print 25 new wristbands. <laughs> you know uh, I mean? yeah, they're a pain. There's no doubt about it. And if you, you decide to change or add something, you gotta, you gotta, it doesn't matter. You gotta change it. Right. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know how many wristbands I, I stuffed this year. I mean, it's just, it's just part of the job. Mm -hmm. And you know, then plus, you know, they'll get nasty over time. Mm -hmm. uh, because that, that paper, there's, that, we don't laminate them when we slide them in, we just slide okay. in the paper itself. And, uh, we have to replace that obviously when they get, especially in the heat, when it's really sweaty, mm -hmm. but, uh, no, that, 
that we've done that and you know two minute drill that you run we do we you know we will mm-hmm. we'll use the wristbands uh mm-hmm. but oh gosh 99 percent, 98 percent of the time we're he's running over and we're calling the plays that way mm-hmm. so when you practice your offense is everything is everything scripted for you or are you going off of experience how does that work for you for you coach well <laughs> you know again it's 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 what you th- feel your game, what your game can, game plan is for that week. And usually it's ISO for us when we're running football, obviously, but uh, we don't, I script the plays I want to run, mm-hmm. not because of a particular sequence, but okay. just because I don't want to forget. I want to make sure I get the right. proper amount of reps for the plays that we're going to run on Friday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I, you know, I have the, I have my key plays on the top and they'll get a couple. And then I have the ones that I, may run mm-hmm. and if we if we run long on practice which often happens mm-hmm. uh those are the plays that suffer mm-hmm. and you know you get into the trick plays and the garbage plays and stuff like that uh you don't get all the reps that you'd like with those mm-hmm. because i generally i generally get a little long-winded and we you know we do so we do a lot of do-overs because we don't like the way they uh ran a particular play sure and that take that that takes time from your from your team period obviously, and you're not able to run as many plays. Mm-hmm. I know for me, I, I used to script, okay, play one is this, play two is this, play three is this. But then when I got to the game, I wasn't as good as calling it in the situation. Because in practice, you're not even thinking about what's getting called. Because, hey, this 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 play is matching up with this defense. And I, I, that's how colleges do it. I guess some pros do it. But I just know for me, it's got to be – I mean, obviously, like you said, you have the plays you want called. But you have to be able to call it on the fly sometimes in practice, in my opinion, because in the that's how it works in the game, right? <laughs> you don't have a, all fifty plays scripted, you know. Well, yeah. When we get into our two minute drills or our, or our four minute drills and those kind of things, then we then we're calling plays like we would on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, you know, when we're when we're just repping plays, we're mm-hmm. trying to make sure that we everybody. You know, you get two units and know how to make sure that they know how mm-hmm. to run a particular play and are running it mm-hmm. proficiently. Mm-hmm. That's that's what we're doing. I want to. I don't want to show. It drives you crazy when you show up Friday night and you blow a play that you you know mm-hmm. that blows an assignment. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, I I don't care how good your play is if kids aren't if they're blowing assignments, you're not going to be successful. Mm-hmm. And so that that's what most of our team period is, except but when we get in situations, we'll do we'll call them like uh, like we do on Friday night. But, um, you know, it, everything's everything's pretty much segmented uh, based on, you know, down and distance uh, game situation. Uh, you know, we'll have our, our team period where we're just repping our plays, but then we'll have our two minute period. We'll have our red zone period. We'll have mm-hmm. those types of things that we'll do. And those certain other plays are being run at that time. So we get the same type of thing that you're talking about doing, but it just sit there and go, uh, if we could platoon, we probably mm. would do more of that. Mm-hmm. But when you've got, when you've got, uh, you know, six, six kids going both ways, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, they've got to get reps. They got to get reps on both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. How do you run your four minute drill? Is there a scenario that you're in? Is there a time and a score or how, how do you, how do you replicate it's, that in practice? It, it, four minutes is just a term. 
Okay. Uh, you know, it just depends if you've got a, if you've got a good lead against a, a good football team or basically any team mm-hmm. and, uh, you're, you're trying to let the air out of the ball, but keep the momentum. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's, mm-hmm. that's all we do is that we just teach our kids to slow up on the pile, uh, take their time. Uh, once, once the clock, once the referee is up and clocks, break the huddle at 15, get to the line of scrimmage. He calls the play, starts his cadence at five. Just those types of things, stay in bounds, uh, you know, you know, just those things, reinforcing those things that are going to keep that clock moving. Uh, you know, we, we don't we don't want to go slow. We don't want to go soft. Mm-hmm. We want to keep we have to keep getting first downs. And that's the key. And we talk about championship teams uh, win games in those situations. And they do it by, you know, running, the taking the air out of the ball and not letting the other team have the ball back. Yeah, yeah, it, that's awesome. That's that's I'm it. Sure, I'm sure that's what it, I'm. Sure, you know, that's what everybody tries to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, we, you know, I, 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 we just reinforce it to our kids, and that's why we do it, so that they can be aware in this situation. Yeah, don't run, don't run out of bounds. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, if we have to throw to keep the keep the drive alive, catch the dang ball. It stays yeah. on. Right. You know, you know, it's very simple. We don't need a home run. I don't want my quarterback throwing the bomb. Right. When I need, when I need eight yards, get me the first down and let's mm-hmm. just, you know, let's move. Mm-hmm. And that that's all we do. That's but, awesome. And then uh and then two minute drills the other deal. You you know, you they, you know, we always say, well, I always ask them the other coaches, because the defensive coaches, they there's a little rivalry going on there when you're doing oh, it. Oh, sure which is fun. And, uh, they tell you, Oh yeah, you got a minute 20 and you got one timeout and you're down by five, you know, cause they always want to make you have to go for a touchdown. Of course. They don't want you to kick a dang field goal. No. And so, uh, you know, okay, fine. And so then you start your two minute drill and go from there. And, mm-hmm. and when you don't make it, they're, they're pretty happy campers. And when you do, there's always, you know, there's a penalty that should have been called or something, you know, <laughs> Absolutely, defensive coaches are the best officials. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. That's that's for sure. That's awesome. I had a coach. I, I stole this idea this year. We were playing about to play a team, <clears throat> and I got word that maybe the other team wanted to fight us. Uh, so we were doing our our bandit drill. Drill actually we stole from Mike Leach and them. Even though we we huddle like just move the ball up and down the field, and uh, I talked to two players before the for practice and I told them to get in a fake fight. And so they got in a fake, they got in a fake fight. And then I told the team before practice, it was going to happen. They didn't know when I said, when they start, you just run to our sideline. And it was something to where if a fight breaks out, don't get in the mix, just run to the sideline. And the coaches were working on keeping people back and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's cool. That was pretty neat. Cause we have a, a chippy, chippy rivalry here. <laughs> so I was oh, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've all got those. I've got a couple yeah. of those uh, that every year. We, yeah, yeah, I hear you. And you could look on somebody's schedule, and generally the close scores. Yep. Those are your those are your wars. It, it doesn't matter what the records are. We, you know, we mm-hmm. we beat one of our rivals this year, fourteen to seven, mm-hmm. and we were we were better than they were. But mm-hmm. that not that night, man. They, everybody everybody brings it. It's a long drawn out affair. Heck, heck yeah. So, Coach, how does uh, you as a head coach, how much say do you 
your defensive coordinator is your, is your son for people that don't know how do do you tell him what to run on defense or do you kind of hey you got this under control you you handle that uh i used to but not anymore he mm-hmm. he, he, he he takes it over he mm-hmm. uh he handles all of it he's a heck of a football coach mm-hmm. uh, you know we we talk and we set up this like right now we're going through the defensive playbook uh because you know how you make tweaks and changes, and we want them to keep it current. Mm-hmm. And so we're going through that right now to make sure that it's current for next year. Uh, but no, he, he he sets the game plan. We talk about it on the weekend. We talk about it on Sunday. Him and I will get together, and we'll bounce ideas off each other. But he's the one that puts it together. Mm-hmm. And he's the one that calls us. He's the one that makes the adjustments. And then when we have, when we have trouble – when we have trouble, we that's when we'll we'll put our heads together, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, and come up with solutions. And we had that a couple times this year that uh, he made some brilliant. I mean, I he's my son, mm-hmm. but uh, he made some brilliant adjustments, mm-hmm. and uh, um, you know, and it, obviously it worked because mm-hmm. uh, we played well. Heck yeah! Do you guys install with the physical playbook, or how do you do that? How do you guys do it on offense and defense? Well, we kind of do both. We have both. Playbook, okay. We put our playbook online, okay. so our kids have access to it, and then they're they're you know through film and different study. Coaches will, you know, basically quiz them on pieces of it, okay, so that they get to understand some very basic things. Uh, they're not gonna they're not gonna be able they they're not into the studying the playbook big time online, but they can do blocking schemes and formations and and, mm. and and you know the the cadences and the very basic you know day one two stuff mm. uh but then you know we just go out and we take our time we we have mm. our 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 list of plays like everybody else on the planet does and that's what we do and and i've done it i've done it several different ways i go out there and i throw in the whole offense as fast as i can get it in mm. and you don't do anything well mm. but you get it all in right and then you just go on and rep it and then they go in and I take a hand, just a handful of plays and we don't change, we don't add anything until we can do those well. Mm-hmm. I've done it both ways. Mm-hmm. And I find right now the way we do it is we just take our, our very basic offense, our beginning, probably mm-hmm. first two game offense. And we put that in and we put that in fairly rapidly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, then, and then we just continue to rep that all the way up until the game starts. But mm-hmm. we put that in. We'll put that in in, in June, right? Okay. Throughout the summer and uh, through our camps and different things that we do. So there, there's quite a lot of time to 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 get that and get the kids ready to go. That's awesome. How many days typically is that for you, Coach? How many days are you looking at for a total install? Well, you know, we do we do uh, five formal seven on sevens. We have okay. uh, we have four days of camp. Mm-hmm. And then, and then we have our, uh, uh, of course, then when we have our start of the season, mm-hmm. um, you know, you have what, uh, basically two weeks before, uh, before your, uh, three weeks before your first game. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so you, you know, you practice all the way up to that and that's whatever that number of days is. Um, awesome. I mean, gosh, I haven't ever, ever really counted that, but, <laughs> but that's, that's what we do. Right, and, and then we, you know, we throw in the throw in the film work and throw in the, you know, the the little quizzes that we give them, uh, so that they, and that's basically just a 
force them to get on the website and look at the playbook because mm-hmm. they know that there's an accounting coming. Right. And, and so, uh, mm-hmm. and then, you know, try to get, try to get as good as we can, as fast as we can. That's, that's the ticket right there, coach. Coach, as we, as we land the plane on the podcast, I would love some wisdom for a younger coach who's looking to get into coaching. What are some things that you have learned along the way that you wish you knew when you first got started? What are some things that you've picked up that you're like, man, I wish we would have known that a long time ago. Oh gosh. That's, that's, that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> oh, not to, uh, probably not to push me, not to try mm-hmm. to be somebody you're not mm. be, be who you are, be yourself. Uh, everybody has their own style. Uh, if you're, if you're a screamer, you can be a screamer and still have kids love you. If you, if they know, what it's all about. I truly believe that a kid will, kid will, he'll go through walls if he feels like you have his best interest at heart. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, if, if you're, if you're a, if you're a soft spoken, easygoing kind of guy, that's not a problem. You don't have to be anybody different. Tom mm-hmm. Osborne with Nebraska. I mean, I, I never forget a halftime of sugar bowl. My senior year, we were behind seven and nothing to Florida. I mean, no, I'm sorry. We were, we were, yeah. Well, we want, no, we were down 10 to seven to Florida at, at halftime. And they had two all American linebackers. And we weren't moving a ball at all. Mm-hmm. At halftime, he came up and he, he started talking to us and he says, now nah, I want you to go out there and, and kick the hell out of them. And he said the word hell. And mm-hmm. Tom Osborne, a very religious man, never swore, never did anything like that. Mm-hmm. You could have heard a pin drop in there mm-hmm. in the locker room, and everybody went nuts. We went out, went on a 97 yard drive right at them, threw two passes, and they were both incomplete. It's an offensive lineman, which is what I was, yeah. three, 97 yards, touchdown, and we beat them 13 to 10. Mm-hmm. And that was him being him. It was, you know, he was soft spoken, and he mm-hmm. picked the right time to give it a little bit of, little bit of sass. And we responded. So I, you know, I guess it just be yourself, be who you are and uh, don't try to be something that you're not. And you have to, kids will see through that. As you well know, kids, will, if you're not genuine, they'll know. Mm-hmm. So you have to be yourself. You have to be yourself. And, you know, I'm an old fart and I go out there and these guys are talking about, uh, you know, Instagram and TikTok and all the different things that I'm going, yeah, okay. I know exactly what you're talking about. And, uh, but I'll use some terms like, you know, I haze in the barn, you know, after Thursday night practice, mm-hmm. the haze in the barn, they're going, they're looking at me like I'm from Mars. <laughs> and I have to explain stuff to them. And I'm saying, that's the culture difference. We're mm-hmm. going to be different. You have to meet me halfway. I'm going to mm-hmm. try to understand your culture, but I'm never going to. You're And the same goes the other way. And kids buy into that because they know it's real. Mm-hmm. And and then they they start all of a sudden, you hear him say, "Yeah, haze in the barn, coach. Haze in the barn." That's right. It's great. It's great. Mm. Coach, thank you. Thank you for doing this. I really have appreciated this. Oh, not a problem. Glad to do it. Anytime. Thank you.